from the heart of Appalachia, located under a shopping mall near the city that moves mountains. You're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. Greetings. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Hello, gang. Blockers, <laughs> what's up? Justin. Hello, everybody. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Justin, Hello, you everybody. broke the rules already. <laughs> Dr. B. Hello, everybody. And welcome in to Here to Chew Bubblegum, episode 89. We are uh, coming to you from no. bunker studios yes we're episode 89 right oh shit what i'm an asshole i put episode 88 oh my gosh you are an asshole no i'm no. not doing this let's go no come on bowling <laughs> fuck this back to the trip i mean hell with this back to the trip bowling has drove eight hours on his horse and buggy uh uh actually i brought the the mules today the mules okay okay uh, did you have any inter- anything interesting happen on the way in? No, no, just uh, I got I got close to Bunker Studios and uh, uh, a significant amount of uh, election signs are are up around this area. Yes, they usually grow this time of year mm-hmm. like um, uh, flowers. Yeah. Bowling did bring me a gift, a hot rod shirt, Roddy Popper. Uh, I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Thank you very much for that. He bought uh, Benjamin one as well. Benjamin just finished his breakfast. Um, What does yours say? That is a um, Miyagi-Do shirt. Oh! The Karate Kid. Have you ever heard of that movie? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Benjamin went to a Poison concert a few weeks ago. Did not know any song from the band Poison. Had no idea who they were. Had no idea who Lita Ford was. He actually thought she was a man. What'd you think? It was all right. I, I like Lita Ford, but I don't know any Poison songs either other than the one. So, here. Yeah. It was, I would have been in the same boat. Isn't Brett Michaels the singer of Poison? Yes, yes, he is. Okay. Yes. Uh, well, I will. you all can go ahead and give me a hard time over it. Uh, that was my favorite band growing up, so I can name you... Every member of the band Poison and uh, what's your uh, favorite song by Poison? Yeah. Ride the Wind. Ride the Wind. That is a good one. Hey, I'm just not as old. Hey, you, you guys got to get closer to the mic. Yeah, Bo. Get... There you go. Scoot yeah. on up, Bo. Put it right in your mouth. Well, not. I mean, not, not the that mic. Part. Not the mic. <laughs> you can. Oh my God. Touch your uvula. <laughs> you can actually move the mic if you need to. Like if you want to step back a little bit, you can move the mic around and so forth. So. How's this? So much better. So much better. <laughs> There's no max on the trail. This is going to be it's going to be an experience. Doctor B, I yeah. bet you're wondering what you've got yourself into, correct? Uh, <laughs> and you can actually move yours if you need to as well. So, you know, just to show you how to do it. Yes. I won't make fun of you for having poison as your favorite band until that hair you're growing 
comes with a bandana wrapped around it. Oh no, I will and not then, wear. And then we're gonna have a problem. I, I will not wear a bandana at all. Actually, do you all want an update? Do you all want to see my hair? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Here it comes. Uh, and I do keep it slick back. Uh, can you guys see that? So. Man, it looks so much better now. It's out of that awkward stage. It is. Because yes. when you take that hat off, it would still stand halfway yeah. up. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. Buddy. No, it's, I mean, I, I could have I believe a, we have the same barber. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> now, now, see, my goal is to, is to uh, look like Justin Perkins. Minus the gray. <laughs> oh, no, man. Well, I, I don't know if mine's gray or not, but my goatee's gray. So. But, uh, yeah, dirty but Dan. Dingy, dingy Dave. Salt and pepper is so sexy. You, you see Dirty Dan, uh, you see he's getting ready for his uh, new life of crime. No, no, no. But I will say. He's in the cookie factory and going rogue. I will say if I was a criminal, I would be a damn good criminal. So. It's not illegal to make that's, adult films, that's is it? That's cheating. How? No, 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 it's not cheating. How? Because you, you spent how many years learning all the ways to not do something and be able to get away with it and then helping to prosecute the ones that... 26. I mean, if they're going vigilante, then that's a whole nother story. 26 years. Uh, actually, July 13th made 26 years that I first started at a cookie factory. Damn, congratulations. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. I agree with uh, Shit Miss too. Kind of give me the, the Miz vibes there. I don't know if that would be good or bad. So it's bad. Well, um, oh well. <laughs> the man is his, awesome, guys. Come on. His athleticism and mm -hmm. his entertainment values are high, but his bad bad bitch baby attitude is very low. So I guess it kind of evens out. It's neutral goose. <laughs> oh. Uh, if Elliot from the Spooky Family is listening, uh, this is every podcast I get on turns into a wrestling podcast. How, how long are we into this one? Um, eight minutes. I did uh, eight minutes. I usually ruin so, theirs in about 10 to 15. So, well, I mean, you know, we, we've actually been recording for 16. We've been recording the <laughs> podcast for like eight minutes, almost nine minutes. And I didn't start that one. <laughs> oh, but uh, I have missed you guys. I have missed everyone. Uh Dr. B, uh, tell us, for those of you uh, that don't know Dr. B, you can go to Benjamin Story 2022 at TikTok and check Dr. B out. Tell us uh, what you've been up to the last couple of weeks, Dr. B. Um, just working, working, getting, trying to get my Social Security card and ID card and get everything that I need. Hopefully, we'll have the Social Security card took care of Monday. That's uh, a... They make shit so hard nowadays, you can't hardly do anything, right. you know. Uh, which we tried to do it online for him. We weren't able to do that. You have to do everything in person. So then you have to go follow these different things, and it's just been, you know. But my man's been doing good, haven't you? Yeah. So. Uh, he, Where are you working? He, um, he uh, works uh, here at Bunker Studios. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he is very close to Bunker Studios. Right? right. So, uh, Dirty Dan, have you had anything interesting happen or um, before we start on email? We almost lit the field on fire. How, uh, how did twice, you do that? Almost. Twice. Oh, wait, 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 wait. 
You were giving me a hard time saying that was cheating. You used to be a fireman, and you almost lit the field on fire. Which is why I prevented it, because I knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. But who started it? Me. (laughs) So, do you want to share how that started? Do you want to share... It started with the weed whacker running out of string and not knowing where the weed whacker string was. So we couldn't cut down the weeds that have overgrown the fire pit. So we just said, fuck it. And we blew it up anyway. And like some of the weeds started to catch fire. So we got the water. It's handled. We got the machete out this time. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, chopped, fault, I chopped I chopped the jungle down. No, it's 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 my fault. And um want to go because i dug a big hole in the ground uh-huh. i mean like i can back my truck into it well goose you've seen the fire pit area yeah yeah <clears throat> it's not small um and uh we we burn our our trash and whatnot here because i have the acreage to say fuck you county i'm not paying your trash tax and um i get pallets from work so it's it's real easy to do uh it's always fun to watch the queen make a fire dancing video around there. <clears throat> I need to dance around my fire like the occult leader that I am. I would, I, would, I would love to see a video of you dancing around the fire. I would love to see that. Really? There, it's somewhere on TikTok. I, I'm there are several of them on yeah. TikTok. Well, you know, in, in, in all fairness. At Flockfest, at Flockfest, I figure here's what we'll do is we'll, we'll light a giant fire, a couple trips to the time portal barn, all of the energy around, we'll pass the peace pipe around a couple times. I mean, this is a recipe to get launched into another dimension, and I'm here for it. No, Paul. Me too. I'm not saying this started from a lack of weed whacker line. The fire was always contained. It just almost wasn't. Um, almost. <clears throat> almost. So uh, I, I, I have a tendency to have big fires, and the first fire, it was very dry, um, you know, we're so damn close to the river, yet somehow anytime it rains around here, just right around us. And uh, <clears throat> I knew that. And I was okay with it because it wasn't windy. Well, as soon as I lit that motherfucker, here's the 20 mile an hour winds. And I'm like, well, fuck. I have a freshly dried cut hayfield that's about to light on fire. So I took two of the trash cans and some buckets, filled them all up with water, spread it around. Hey, fine and dandy. Didn't think that through all the way with the weeds on the mound. So then naturally they all grew another fucking three feet um, after that. So definitely had to get the machete out this time and chop them all down. Some of which were very, very burnt. And it was almost very, very bad. Um <laughs> And the fire pit has three sides, and you can go in the front. And the first time on this fucking property that the wind starts blowing hard, again, calm, no problem lighting the fire, it starts blowing the opposite way to push the fire right out the front of it. I'm like, what the fuck? First time the wind has done that. So then again, I almost lit our front yard on fire. I wouldn't have been nervous. Fine. Any fireman worth his shit would have known better than that. Yep. I think I know what happened. <laughs> what happened was Dan's so used to making everything around him wet that he just assumed it couldn't burn. Oh, that's what I would have thought. I mean, 
I'll see myself out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, uh, Dirty Dane. I I do believe Rebecca left a a comment about that. Oh. It's definitely a ride you won't forget. (laughs) LOL. Listen. That was the private chat in the cat. <laughs> yes. Don't talk about that. If you just pushed her in that fire dam, we could be together. Rebecca? So I'm what? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, Goose. <laughs> Wait till Goose leaves wow. the cookie factory, though. I don't want to have to deal with my best friend searching for me. Oh, um, Rebecca, what have you been up to since the last show? Nothing. I've been up to nothing. Everything's fine, and we're just we're just gonna go right into the emails. Hey, sounds good to me. Dirty (laughs) Dan, we'll let you start off this week. (laughs) All right. So, we have anonymous writing in. Says, "Hey, I was thinking about last week's podcast, and I'd like to thank you for talking about the human trafficking child predator issue. This is a major problem that needs to be addressed. It never dawned on me." why they get off so easily until one of you mentioned that it would be hurting their human business if they locked up their customers. I know a guy that will call Ryan. That's not his real name, but out of respect for the family, I'll call him that. But he only got five years for raping his own daughters. There were red flags all over the place. He had a license plate with Big Daddy Ryan on it and had Big Daddy 12 on the back of his truck. He shot himself when he got caught. And he used a 22 and it almost killed him, but unfortunately he survived. Hopefully he's finding out who the real big daddy is now. I personally think they should nail his pecker to an outhouse seat and set it on fire with him. Uh, set it on fire, then a knife to him. Or bring back Gladiator fighting and sell tickets to watch them fight. I totally agree well, with that. Bolin, what's your thoughts on that email? I just want to know, uh, I want to double check and make sure he probably did have a set of those truck nuts on the hitch of his truck, right? Oh, probably some like giant chrome or gold ones too. Yeah. Yeah, it figures. He probably had a squatted truck. Yeah. Clear cut rapist so, right there. Guys. My thoughts on the nuts or the email? Uh, both. Oh, the nuts. They're a little big for my taste. I'm used to Dan. Uh, but like, <clears throat> that is a serious thing I should have been laughing about. I don't even remember what we're talking about now. Uh, I, you know, it is odd that that kind of thing can happen, and you see some of the lightest sentences for stuff like that. For most big crimes, you know, you can get caught with a joint and do, uh, you know, five years, but you can get caught doing something like that, and you may get sick. The, those guys that raped the the was a swim team or I don't know some stupid college yeah. sport that raped that lady, well they got like probation. Yeah. But you know you yeah. get caught with a joint and do five years. Well. Jesus Christ! You do something that you do, you get accused of doing something you didn't even do and you're set at a fucking ten thousand dollar bail, and getting thrown in fucking jail and then three years probation for not even. Not even anything that you did, but they're letting these people fucking walk off and go right back into public office and into teaching and schools and doing all sorts of things. Because, again, it does. It keeps <clears> up <throat> the fucking business. They're not going to lose money over that shit. This uh, guy that he's talking about in the email, I'm pretty sure I know that guy. Uh, it was kind of close to me. Um, and this guy was, I mean, he was an asshole. He was a big-time asshole. Oh, Goose, I yes. have a question. Yes, sir. That is uh, not 
on the same topic as the email, yet still a crime topic. Okay. Um, I saw, at, at the, and this just reminded me, I saw your Facebook post the other day, and you said, just for a friendly reminder, it's not their house, it's the house next to them that's the meth lab. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what? I, I, I thought that was real good of you to, to, put you. That, to put that with that, because I immediately wanted to buy it. Well, um, that is a, uh, a friend of mine that actually works at the cookie factory as well in the front office, we'll say, and she's trying to sell, her and her husband are trying to sell their house. So she posted on Facebook that it was for sale and people were sharing it. So I shared it as well, but I did put, you know, um, regardless of what you may have heard, uh, this is not a meth lab. That, that was next door. So I, I, I'm just trying to help them sell their house. You know, I'm just... Trying to do a, a good thing, you know. That's, that's awful kind of you. Thank you. Thank you very much. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is why I'm not on Facebook. Uh, you want to take the next email, Rebecca? Sure. This is from, oops, I scrolled way too far. This is from Jamie. Hello, everyone. My name is Jamie. I'm a longtime listener, but this is my first time writing in. I know that last week's show was a classic radio show, but I really enjoyed it. Are these available anywhere? I follow all of you on TikTok, and I saw that Bolin is going to be a guest on the show. I can't. Poor Dr. Vigo. I don't know. What? I can't wait for this, and I'm really looking forward to what he has to say. Can you please say hello to Benjamin and tell him that I'm pulling for him and sending positive vibes, peace, and love? Roswell for now. Uh, Justin is getting him set up there. My phone died. Oh. Oh, your phone died. Okay, so we have we have Howie. He's a flocker. Um, he yells at me repeatedly and everybody else to plug their phone in. So I will make sure that you get on his list as well. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you heard that, Dr. B. Uh, they said, can you also say hello to Benjamin and tell him that I'm pulling for him and sending him positive vibes, peace, and love, Roswell for now. So, yeah, that's, that's what one of our listeners wrote in and said. So uh, we can hook that up for you. There's a charger in that drawer back behind you, and I'll uh, hook it up for you. Uh, oh, okay. You got your own one. That'll work. Uh, let's see. Just hand it Paul, up. Go see, ahead. East of the Mississippi, there's enough hollers, and there's enough little coves, and there's enough little wooded shotgun shacks that they don't have to make their meth lab mobile. They can just do it in their house. But west of the Mississippi... Y'all ain't got that kind of coverage to be stationary. So y'all got to Walter White it and put it in an RV and, and keep moving where you got to go. Either that or have a real good neighbor. <laughs> um, are the radio shows available anywhere? Uh, yes, they are on YouTube, but they're listed as WXLR episode. Uh, whatever. Yeah, whatever okay. they are. Uh, let's see. The last email of the week comes from Dixon09. It says, how is everyone doing? Have you noticed that the secret of Skimwalker Ranch is now on Netflix? I know that Goose used to watch it. I was wondering if uh, uh, you, Rebecca, and Dirty Dan had watched it. Uh, Justin is turning his phone down there. Um, I'm playing catch up myself. If you haven't saw it and are looking for something to binge watch, I recommend it. I would also like to hear, uh, let's see, I would also like to hear one of my favorite TikTok creators on the show, if you could get her, Beautifully Calm 8. She is eye and ear candy, same as Rebecca Roswell. Thank you very much, Dixon09. 
And uh, I've actually talked to her uh, about that a few weeks ago, and I am sorry, beautifully calm, Ape, that I've not been uh, texting or calling you lately, but we would like to have you on the show. Dixon09 wants to have you on the show if we can make that happen. So Good luck. <laughs> hey, the uh, fans have asked for it. That is, you know, that is, that is all we can do is uh, ask. Is Dr. B, oh, Dr. B, yes, Dr. B's back on. Welcome back, Dr. B. Well, I mean, they could petition, too. She still says no. Well, yeah. Uh, That's besides the point. So, uh, Shipmaster, you're going to have to get in, con- get in contact with her and see if she'll come on the show. Um, <laughs> Is Shipmaster still here, or did she leave? <laughs> that, I think she left. That would be awful if she left after we <laughs> read that, so... I will have to forward that one on to her. I am going to play a phone call. I'm going to leave our mics open. Yes. This is a phone call of, uh, you guys may remember, uh, several weeks ago, we had the uh, Reverend Billy Joe Farnsworth that did not like our show, uh, did not like Bolin Cox. We had a voicemail from this idiotic guy. And Bolin provided. Wait, 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 wait a minute. I thought he was in jail. Well, that's, that's, that's what I'm getting to. Do you know why he is in jail? Um, touched a little boy. Well, I hope the bastard stays there. So this is a phone call that somehow Bolin got a hold of and gave it to me, and I'm going to play it for everyone now. Uh, It's about 2 minutes and 11 seconds, so. This is a prepaid call from... An inmate at the county correctional facility. All phone calls are subject to recording and monitoring. To decline this call, press 9 now, and to accept this call, press 1 now. You press 1? Thank you. Your call has been accepted. <laughs> Brother Mike, are you there? Uh, yeah. I'm in here, Oh, thank God, brother. I've been stuck in here with these heathens, brother. I'm going to tell you it's been hard in here. I mean, uh, you know, you gotta hang in there, man. Uh, I've been there before, trust me. Not the place you wanna be, I understand that, but it is. You know, I've been in worse, you know what I mean? I've done worse, been worse, seen worse. Uh, we're working on getting you out, you know, we're doing all the fundraising and everything. It's uh, gotta hang in there a little bit. I think maybe we can spook this person off of testifying. No, brother. I think we need to, but I'll tell you what we need to do right now. I'll tell you what's got to be done. That goddamn Bowling Cox, he's got to be took care of, you hear me, brother? Oh, man, trust me, I'm all over it, you know what I mean? Uh, I've called Polly... Uh, he's talking to the midget lady from the circus, and, you know, I think... <laughs> hey, 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 quit it. I think we're getting her, you know what I mean? Oh, brother, that's good. That's good news for me to hear. This goddamn place is driving me crazy, brother. Driving me crazy. Call the Sarge, too. He might know somebody. I could take care of our special friend, uh, a bowling cops. Amen. And uh, how how did you get a hold of that bowling? That's uh, my first death threat uh, that I know of. 
I guarantee that's not the first one. It might not be. Listen, um, just like I said, Billy Joe, BJ, I call him BJ. You know, just don't want to waste oh, great. as much oxygen as I can. Right. Listen. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, you don't like BJ? No, we have nice BJs around us here. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Almost every BJ is nice. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I was getting that's ready true. to say. <clears throat> you didn't hate the last one, Dan. I'll be honest. <laughs> I was I was thinking of a oh god this is gonna sound bad either way never mind just continue no, no, no. Please, please 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 finish dirty Dan I was thinking of a nice man but <laughs> oh oh yeah most people you meet named BJ are great people yeah I had yeah. a I had a real close friend back in elementary school named BJ but listen this Billy Joe guy um he's he's in jail right now and and I'll tell you who sent me that. I'll tell you who's sitting okay. Uh, he's real good with computers, mm-hmm. and and he he hacked in somehow and got that um, little Bobby Ray Stevenson, Dave. Okay, yeah, he sent that to me. But ain't nothing better. Taint, hey, about little Bobby Ray Stevenson, Dave. You know he got approved for his taint replacement surgery. <laughs> Thank God. Hey. Yeah. Uh, but Billy Joe. Please over that. Yeah. We, well, we've been pulling for him. That's for sure. Billy Joe Farnsworth, um, again, I don't know if you played that on the show. I, I sent like a 10-minute video. I'm sure you didn't play all of it. But if he's willing to sit down, I'll even go to the prison that he's in. Because uh-huh. he is in prison now. It was his fourth offense. Oh. Yeah, touching on a little boy again. And uh, I'm, not, <coughs> I'm not sure of all the details. But listen, if he would want to sit down... And have like a what's that? Um, what's that? Not Dateline, but like, like they have a they sit down and they interview to like catch they a interview predator, the, something like that, something like that. But sit down and have an interview. Barbara Walters, that's what I was thinking. Okay, of. Yeah, that's, a, that's the same as to catch a predator. It's about the same, yeah. But listen, if he wants to sit down and just have a debate, I'll outright fight him at Flockfest. I've I've told you guys we'll set up something that don't even got. We can do it in the in the grass and the dirt. What I, about the fire pit? Well, will there be or Jello? Oh, Jello sounds good. There won't be no burning that day, will there, Dirty Dan? <laughs> I don't want to yes. get burned up in a fire. Rebecca's not letting him burn down Flockfest. There's no <laughs> way she's going to control him that day. We don't want a repeat of 99. You know what I'm saying? Dingy Dave understands. Okay, Rebecca has severe fucking control issues, and we're not. No, no, no. Listen, on that day, I will have the water tank or tanks on the back of the truck stationed out there with the hose ready. I'll send you my pink fuzzy cuffs. We ain't doing no fucking jello wrestling. If you guys can get him to agree to to a set down or, or even to a fight, I just don't. I will put on the show. I just don't want to put on, you know, like a limp biscuit type show. <laughs> well, I follow the dude on Facebook because he's pathetic. And after he allegedly propositioned this <clears throat> transgender sex worker. sex worker, apparently the word on the street is his biscuit is limp. Well, so. I got to tell you, my question is, and uh, I got a little. I got little Bobby Ray Stevenson, Dave, on the case. Goose, I didn't want to bother you with it because no, you're getting no. ready to retire. Yeah. So, who is the other guy on the line? 
Who is that guy? I and, have no and, idea. And there was a couple names thrown out, Polly mm-hmm. and Sarge. And apparently he's involved in, in some kind of pizza gate, okay. I think. Okay. I don't know, but there's something, something's not adding up. But I would like to sit down and have a talk with him first and foremost. If he doesn't want to talk, I will beat the holy shit out of him <laughs> at Flockfest. We, uh... <laughs> You heard it here first. Uh, do you think he, he would be out of jail to come to Flogfest? Well, couldn't you make that happen? Well, we, we, <laughs> we may be able to, you know, tell somebody that he's had a death in his family and he's come to a funeral and, you know, uh, uh, slip the guard a few bucks and bring him there for you to beat the shit out of him. I mean, wouldn't it be his own funeral? <laughs> Good point. Great point. Great point. Yeah, I, I, got, I got 50 on bowling. I, I got, think it's a safe bet. I've got. This is why this is why waivers are getting signed at Flockfest. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> is, is that uh is that in the debate or the fight, Dirty Dan? I guess I got a hundred on bowling. Oh, well, I'm only going fifty in the fight. This dude's a preacher. You're not like lying. Well, there's no way he's winning pre- the debate. Pre- preachers don't scare me. <laughs> Well, you, don't if, have to you just have to be loud. We'll get you a megaphone. Mm-hmm. I think bowling can be loud. And if Dirty Dan's got 100 on him, I'll have 101 penny on bowling. Top that, Dirty Dan. I mean, that's just something that we could possibly put on the, the flock fest flyer, you know. Definitely, definitely. Uh, by the way, Rebecca, how many people have already uh, said they're coming? And a dime. How, how, what are we looking at here? What, what's the numbers look like? Uh, um, the- so, so I have this split up a couple different ways. I have just flockers and then there's you know like people that are coming because of the flock and then there's like their plus ones and kids and whatever and then there's a whole nother slew of like some people like our neighbors are coming and some people from dirty dance work um so i'm only right now i'm only counting flockers and we're at about 23 okay so that's not including everybody else right now so i'm adding like now I'm, I'm assuming in my head I'm at thirty, but really it's probably going to be like close to fifty. I'm assuming by the end of Flockfest, everybody will be a flocker. Yes. Some people just don't know that I run in a cult on TikTok. So um, I will be there. Uh, Darren will be there. Hopefully, Doctor B will be there with us. Uh, we're still looking for a band. If anyone's listening that has a band. Uh, I did actually get in contact with Sunday Best, and I was going to try to have them there, uh, but they they already well they were already booked that day. But Justin, maybe you could help us out with a band. Hey, I know a band. Really? That that plays polka music. Now, now, no. Yeah. You know what? I'll handle the band. No, oh, no. Never mind. I don't need any help. Don't don't touch it. <laughs> Justin, touch do it. you know of any bands? I quit my band. To- completely play flute so oh, i don't well no we don't have a skin complete flute band. the skin flute of course dan have you uh, ever been to band camp with dan okay <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you where that flute went nope. um i want to thank everyone for writing in uh don't forget you can always call text or leave a voicemail by calling 606-373-3396 that's 606-373-3396 or how can they email dirty dan 
I'm just going to tell you, Mr. Perkins got a mouthful of talent at that bank camp. Anyway, they can email us <laughs> goose at here to bubblegum.com, <laughs> dirty dan at here to bubblegum.com, and Rebecca at here to bubblegum.com. You can always email into the show, Matt or Elliot, at here to bubblegum at yahoo.com. <laughs> um, are you guys good to move on to segment one, or do you want to take a quick break? Or we've been going about 40, almost 42 minutes. So. You better take a break on that you want to take a break? I got a mouthful. I got to go spit. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's wanna, what she said. You want to take a 10-minute break, Rebecca? We can, we can take a 10-minute okay. break. Look, at I even have a new thing. You ready? Okay. All right. We're gonna be, we'll be right back. And for those of you watching on the podcast, oh, oh. we'll be back in just a few moments. Take a lighter look into the darker side of the world. Join Elliot, Charity, and Beagle as they jump into the dark abyss of hauntings, fables, UFOs, and beyond. The Spooky Family Podcast. You can find them where you listen to quality podcasts. <laughs> Goose, Dirty Dan, and Rebecca. Give them a break. They're not that bright. And oh, I forgot to hit all the buttons. There we go. And welcome back to Here to Chew Bubblegum episode 89. I am Goose. With me, as always, is Dirty Dan and the Queen Rebecca. Dr. B, and we have special guest in Bunker Studios, Mr. Bolin Cox from the trail and talk junkie retro cult himself, Justin Perkins. Uh, Two of my favorite people, Bolin. Before we start segment one, and, and let me explain to everyone what we're going to do. We're going to do something a little bit different, and we've never done this on the show before. Bolin has picked a topic or topics that he's going to talk about in segment one. Justin is going to do the same thing when we get to segment two. Before we get started, Bolin, what is up with Sally Jean? Why is she not here? Oh, uh, Sally Jean, yeah, she had planned on coming. Uh she had her little accident. Um, some of the youngins out there on the trail got a got a couple of goats, and uh, we had we had to you know get a fence up so the goats would stay on the property. Well, her and Jerry Wayne got out there and started laying fence posts, and she tripped and fell something, locked her jaw up, and she ain't able to talk right now. So, uh, she's with Jerry Wayne today. He's keeping an eye on her while I'm away. Well, that's very and nice. I, I really appreciate him doing that. He's a good neighbor. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better neighbor than Jerry Wayne. Anything that happens uh, to him, Sally Jean takes care of him, and and he he's taking care of Sally Jean right here today while I'm here. So I appreciate you, Jerry Wayne, if you're out there listening. Does uh, she make him sandwiches? Uh, sometimes. 
Mm. You don't find that a little bit odd? Well, it's awful nice over, I think. Okay. Probably not as odd as the horse accident recovery. Oh, that that's when they they got real close at that time. They that's you know, they hardly ever spoke up until then and you know Jerry Wayne almost lost his cock. And um Sally Jean saved it. I mean, he to this day he says it's never been harder. I had an uncle had the same problem, and his wife had to hold it in her mouth until they got to the emergency room to keep it, you know, well, you don't want ailments you, and stuff. Infections. Yeah. Yeah. But what's, what's the chances of Rebecca ever letting us come back? <laughs> well, what are the chances of what? Well, the next time I I will try my best to get Sally Jean here, so there'll be you know more. He said, um, <laughs> "Female variety, I guess." What do you think the chances are? I think of, I'm pretty uh, feminine, though. You know, Rebecca, letting us come back on the show after this. Probably about the same as me clicking the end button right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Bolin, we're segment one. What uh, do you want to talk about, or tell us about, or discuss? Well, Goose, I got a couple things I want to talk about. First and foremost, I want to get something out of the way that I've been wondering for a few months now, and I just cannot get an answer. Okay. It involves the map. All right. Rebecca, this is your expertise area. All right. So, I was studying the map one day a, a few weeks back, and I come across 1982. And I was like, 1982? Why is 1982 on the map? I, I'm just going to go ahead and tell my age. I was born in 1982, I think. Yeah, you were. I was too. Yeah. We were separated at birth. Yeah. And, and I, I, I wrote an email. It must have got lost or deleted. I don't know. 1980. I wrote an email to you, yeah. What email address did you use? Rebecca at here to chewbubblegum.com. I don't I answer his no emails email either. You didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> uh, it was a while ago. It was it was uh, back in 2021. It was... I don't remember yesterday. So, okay, continue. 1982. <laughs> yeah, so why is it on the map? Where is it? On the map. It's a drawing of different places and stuff. It, it, no, I'd, I'd, uh, let's see. What was next to it? I can't even remember what was next to it. It was so long ago. But Was it just the date? It was just 1982, yeah. At first. Because 1984 is the book. Yeah, and I figured that. I was like, well, 1984 would make more sense, but 1982? I don't know. Could just be the well, prophesizing of my birthday. you got to tell me where it is. I'll find it. I'll Where's find it at it. on the map? It's on the map. <laughs> I, I know it's on the map, Bolin. I'm aware of that. Where? Do you know uh, what know. area? Does the map know. have a key? Actually, how about you find out what 1980, why 1982 is on the map, and you can tell me next week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So... All right. Um, so let's just go on to the next thing that I wanted to ask you guys about. You guys know Nikola Tesla, right? Yes. Why did he pick Colorado Springs as his headquarters? Dirty Dan, we'll let you answer that. I don't have a blessed fucking clue. But the only thing I could think of, um, because although there's lots of stuff with Nikola Tesla's experiments out there, there's not much about him personally out there, uh, probably thanks to Elon Musk, his son, um, that 
you got to look at the geographical area. You have mountains, plateaus, isolation, ability to have hydroelectric powers there. Um, I would assume humidity and climate have a lot to do with that too. But that's just that's that's just a hip fire. Justin, three reasons. Okay. Um, property tax, marijuana laws, and elevation. Okay. Um, I would say flatland. He was a time traveler. So, and uh, Dirty Dan said uh, he that Elon Musk is his son. No, Elon Musk is his clone. That is him as a clone. I will die on that hill. There's. There's just too I many say, coincidences there. I don't think it's clone. I think that Elon Musk is Nikola Tesla's biological son. They used his DNA. I still I think, think it's a clone. I think we're giving Elon you Musk think, too much I, credit. Well, you know what? You know what, Goose? You might be right. He could be a clone with Nikola Tesla's DNA. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Tesla wanted to communicate with the Martians. Uh-huh. Um, and I think he, he did that. Through the Black Knight satellite. Okay. Uh, and then out came Elon Musk. And well, Elon <laughs> Elon is just continuing his. Uh, I get if you want to call him a father, uh, but whether it's it, their father and son, let's just not lie to ourselves about it. I still think it's his clone. You well, know, I mean, either. not an identical clone because they don't look identical, but they have a lot. Of similar uh, characteristics, they both eat late. They, you know, I do think that Nikola Tesla was a lot smarter than what Elon Musk is. They had a, they had both met a Trump. Well, that is that is true. That is true. Mm -hmm. Well, no, Nikola didn't meet the Trump. He was deceased when he when the Trump. Did he actually meet him? Yeah. yeah, John Trump. He knew John Trump. Okay. Yeah. Yes, world. yes. That's yes. why John Trump came to get his spot, because he knew he, him. He knew his Trump. Yes, you are exactly right. If anything ever happens to you, Bowling, I'm coming and cleaning out all your shit. Look, you will not get me to believe that Elon Musk is not continuing on Tesla's work. You can look at any project that Tesla was involved with. Elon has his hands on it. Somehow, someway, to this day. Mars being a prime example. But I think it's in a nefarious way. Like, I, this is recent for me. I'm a convert. I agree. Because I used to kind of be, you know, a big proponent of, uh, of uh, Musk. And I thought, well, you know, he's always doing cool stuff. And, you know, he still gets me with this stuff every once in a while. But the thing that got me was the dude comes out and goes, we got to be, we got to worry about AI. We got to watch AI. AI is bad, you know, and I agree with him 110%. And then he comes out like six months later and go, oh, yeah, I'm going to put robots in your homes next year. Like, yeah, he does the exact, every time he says, no, we're not going to do something, we don't need to do that, then it's like, but I can do it because I know better, and I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, but his version of the robots was just a guy in a costume. He's actually not produced anything solid yet. That, no, but he desires that, to that do that it. That we saw publicly. <laughs> yeah, but he desires to do it, and that's what worries me. Like, I, don't, I don't think he should do that. Let's just think about this. The Black Knight satellite is said to have been in Earth's orbit for 13,000 years. Mm -hmm. And it's still here. And it's still there. Mm -hmm. And Tesla made contact with, with that, through that satellite with an alien 
message. He's, if I remember right, he said it was like a planet-to-planet communication, mm-hmm. right? Yes. He said it was from Mars. He said it was the Martians. And so think about that. 13,000 years. And in 1901, if I'm not mistaken, Tesla received that message. And it wasn't until like the 60s and, and when uh, the government and the FBI and the CIA got kind of established, I guess, and they was like, let's give a reason why that's wrong or why that wasn't the Martians. So could be very first government cover-up, the Black Knight Satellite mm. and Tesla. I think the very first uh, government cover-up happened sometime maybe during the Civil War. Or, no, 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 or even a little bit after that, uh, Abraham Lincoln assassination. I heard Adams liked to cross-dress, and I think they hid that first. Well, modern government. Oh, modern, I yeah. Yeah. Um, I find, I have always found uh, the Tesla stories fascinating. And I'm excited about Elon Musk and his adventure. Did you hear he tried to buy Twitter? And the government wouldn't let him? Did you hear he pulled a... You all, this, this, won't, this won't be familiar to most people listening. I don't know if anybody in this room besides Goose will know what I'm talking about. But he pulled a mug. He trolled Twitter. And, yep. and, and I did enjoy that extensively. I've, I've, heard, I've, loved, heard, of, I've, you've heard of a mug? I've heard of that, yeah. I've yeah. been mugged more times than I can count. I, I hear it's pretty, uh, it's pretty bad when you get mugged. It's awful. Um, you know, you're, you're talking about the, the Black Knight satellite and life in space and so forth. I think during the last interview when uh, I had Luke Fugit on the show, this was uh, maybe last fall, okay, I asked Luke straight out that he believe in extraterrestrial life, other life forms on other planets, and he told me no. Now, he sent me a text message uh, on Friday with some pictures from the James Webb Telescope. And if you guys have not saw uh, any of those, please just search James Webb Telescope, and you'll see the new images. Now, in this text message, um, let's see, let me find the one part. So, Luke said... They are amazing pictures. To me, the sheer amount of planets that are just in that one shot have to have some life with it, probably quite a few. So I responded, I can't wait to check it out. Thank you for sharing them with me. Um, so you think that life does exist now? And, and that's what his response was, to whereas before, he said no. So, you know. Uh, I'm going to ask you something. Guys. Okay, go ahead. The Black Knight Satellite. Um, they claim that it's a thermal blanket mm-hmm. that somebody, they got a video of somebody losing it on a spacewalk on the first inter- international space. The Black Knight Satellite is claimed to be a thermal blanket the same way the weather balloon is claimed to be the weather balloon. It's not a thermal blanket. It wasn't a weather balloon. It wasn't a weather balloon. They have, uh, I just found out a couple of days ago, reading about this, that there's 27,000 
objects floating around the Earth in the Earth's orbit. And that NASA, is that still a thing? NASA? Yeah. Or is it, is it like... Elon's not bought it yet. It's coming after Twitter. Well, I don't... Is that the Space Force? Are they going to go after it? Who knows? They know where the thermal blanket is. But you can't find it. Well, just based on size, it's hard to... Like, I don't know how exactly big a thermal blanket is, but based on what little bit I know about that black knight but if, satellite, it's, not, it's way too large but, to be that. Yeah, but if NASA or the Space Force knows exactly where it's at, there has to be a way that they keep track of it, whether they watch it 24-7 or whether they can detect it somehow. They lost the plans to go back to the moon. You really think they're going to keep track of a fucking satellite? A thermo blanket is half the size of a weather balloon. No, and and that's some, what I'm thinking. It's small. And and some people say the Black Knight satellite is just a rock that orbits around the Earth. And you know when I, let uh, me when, turn off comments real quick. When uh, objects get close, that's they, exactly what I think. <laughs> <laughs> when I turn off the comments, I can't see them. They, uh, you know, it moves and so forth. Um, how, how many of us here thinks it's a thermal blanket? Honestly, I don't think it's a thermal blanket. Dirty Dan exists. So, like I said, that thermal blanket is the size of a weather balloon. They're half the size. It's it. It's not. It's not a thermal blanket. Rebecca, I I think that they've lied to us about what space actually is. I cannot get to. You're you're really trying to tell me that all this shit is just floating out there and orbiting each other but it hasn't sucked in like gravity is a theory i'm just i'm really i'm i struggle with the concept of outer space and like satellites being in earth or like i really struggle with that concept i cannot wrap my brain around it so like when i actually start to think about it i can't like it doesn't it so do you think the thermal blanket along with all the other 27,000 objects they say are orbiting the earth are just things that they've conjured up and it's all a lie to cover up flat earth. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I think that the debris and all the things that they're seeing floating around is all of the shit in the water of the pool that they're filming it in. I would agree. I, I, would, I would believe that before I would believe it was a weather balloon or a thermal blanket. I think it may be a... Uh satellite from another you know planet or galaxy and they're just monitoring us and it you know who knows um rebecca can you click on uh undressed jess comment back up it's back it's like four or five uh, back up. yes did you just really call her undressed jess what was the it's untethered <laughs> you... but we'll just call okay. her jess How about sorry that? sorry jess sorry <laughs> i apologize so he was thinking about me Maybe I did that on purpose for laughs. Hey, did you ever think about that? But you didn't. No, I, no, I didn't. And I'm and, and I'm sorry, Jess. I'm I'm sorry. But uh, can you uh, uh, read that comment for us, Rebecca? So rumor has it that Nikola Tesla sought Edgar Casey's advice via readings. However, they aren't on record. I've looked, but there is documentation that he did have readings. What do you think about that, Bo? I don't know who yep. that is. 
Nick, Casey is an immensely fascinating Kentuckian, too. Yes. Uh, person. I, I've never heard that. I, I would, I'd be interested in that. I can't see the way Tesla's mind works, him doing that. I mean, it's, it's possible. Uh, but now, I, you guys know I'm not a believer in that type of stuff at all. And Casey is endlessly fascinating to me. I, I like the the carnival sideshow con men guys and like i interested in those stories and i've read a ton on casey and there's a lot of good books but casey is one of those guys that when you sit and listen to what he came out with out of his readings you don't just easily dismiss those like there's a lot of people i'll read them and be like okay i see how he done like casey doesn't use the method that these fortune tellers and stuff use like he you know, he's not got the ability to ask you a question, get you leading questions and get you there. His are coming out like I, ever since I was little, I was fascinated with this foot of the Sphinx thing because he's the one predicted right. that they would find the library and, or whatever. And, the, and, and, and they found yeah, that there. Yeah, it's actually there. Yeah, Casey's a dude definitely worth looking into. Like, it's he's got some wild stuff. Why can't I comment? Damn it. You can't. You can't. None of you can in the comments. Only the host. That's what she said. <laughs> Just in the private chat. Who was that? Uh, keep your hands and arms inside. Who that's was that? Was Rebecca? Because Cringy Dave was talking with his arms oh. and he went into Bolin's box. You got to keep your, <laughs> your arms and your hands inside your own box, there, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. You put your hands in my box, Dave. <laughs> Listen. No matter. Out of all the stories of Nikola Tesla, the one. We as a society today should pay close attention to, the closest attention to, is the fact that he had a way to run our society and none of us would have to pay for it. Yes, and, yep. you, and you see what happened to him because of that. He was yep. hit by a car. And, I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, you got to pay for a fucking fishing license right now mm-hmm. to, to even go fish. And... Unless you have a pond on your property and it's private, then you don't have to. Yeah, loophole. But if I came on your property and you gave me permission, I would have to have a fishing license. Used to you. Ah, that's the man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Years ago, you didn't have to, but now you do. Yeah, but just imagine a world where we didn't have to worry about at least an electric bill or a water Mm -hmm. bill. It would be a great world. I mean, I mean, we don't have to worry about a water bill. I feel like we're getting back there though like i see i see that and i've i've talked about this a a bunch and i've made tiktoks on it and we've gone on other shows about it is i truly see society kind of going back to that going back to the mom and pop stores going back to bargain and trade going back to um you know like doctors doing their own practices and home home visits and calls and things like that so I really do I, I do see it going back to us truly having like free energy and not paying a dollar to live here we're the only species that pays to live on this planet it's yes. fucking dumb yes it is do, uh, you mean to hook his back up have you got a is yours um, oh we're having some technical Crouch difficulties back here shot. what's that uh, oh, okay. Okay. I thought somebody texted you. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Bowen, is there anything else? Or you have come all this way, my friend. Yeah. 
Um, I guess. Um, Do you want to lay on the bed together and whisper common uh, twitty lyrics def- into each other's ears? Definitely going to try the bed out before we leave. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess if I had anything else uh, to ask while I was here, it would be, um, where have all the Bigfoots gone? Rebecca, we will let you start off with that. <laughs> Am I echoing? You're not. It's no. just Yeah, I think I, okay. I think I fixed that. Okay. I can hear it over here. Okay. Um, so, first of all, I'm married to one, so they do still exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, and <laughs> I was actually, when, when Tom was here for Shara's party, we had a whole, because he's like deep into the all of the, the Bigfoot and the Sam Squatch and all of that, right? And so he was like, how come we can't get good footage of them? I, so I said, so here's my theory on this. I think that there are tons of creatures like that that actually do exist. And I think that they operate at such a different frequency and a different vibration. And they're so in touch with that. Think of all of the animals that you never fucking see because they hear you coming from a fucking mile away, right? So if they're this advanced and this in tune with everything, then they're not going to be caught. They're not going to be seen. But I do believe that they exist 100%. How could they not? Well, I don't think you can rule that out. Like that they don't. You can't say they don't because right. Gigantopithecus. That alone, that that's basically there's your Bigfoot. Okay, say it doesn't exist nowadays. I mean, you can get. But if it did, like I'm in the woods all the time. That's what I do for my job. I mean, all the time. I've seen more dead deers beside the road where scavengers and stuff can't get to them than I have in a forest. So everybody, I've heard, I've heard that argument a lot. Well, I've never seen a corpse. You're probably not going to. Nature yeah, takes care of itself. To. Yeah, it cleans up after itself really quick. Right. Well, like, not not only that, not only that, but also like deer is they don't know where the fucking portals are. Well, no, no, they're not. They're not. Maybe, maybe we don't see like exactly what I'm saying. Like they, yeah. they have the ability to go to different realms and yeah. operate at different frequencies. Yeah, so I believe they see us coming. I believe they do have some kind of thing to work. Cause you know, look, goddamn, we got a satellite now that look, we can see multiple planets we didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. And how come we can't get a picture of Bigfoot? You know. Because it's, it's Bigfoot because walks up those staircases in the woods. It, yeah. Shut up, Dirty Dan. You know, <clears throat> I wholeheartedly believe that. I believe, I believe there is, um, I believe they come from another realm. But they have died here on Earth. We do have uh, skulls and stuff and bones and shit. Well, we, the giants that used was, to live among us. I was getting ready to ask him, Firewater. Dr. B, what's your thoughts on Bigfoot? <laughs> no, that all that's kind of new to me. Right. Like I before, so, um. Let me ask you this, Doctor B. Do you believe Bigfoot exists? No. No. Now, and and Doctor B also doesn't believe that aliens exist. But he told me before he came on the first show, he's like. I want to learn. I, I want to see if you can change my thought process, my outlook, to where I think that they, yes, they, they would exist. So, 
So that, that's kind of two loaded questions too. They're like, I don't believe aliens exist in the sense that okay. we've got aliens visiting here. Do I believe there's life in space? Yeah. Now, okay. what I believe is ten times crazier to some people than I believe that whatever's coming here is us from at whatever point, whatever dimension. It's basically the same thing. So, like, if you'd ask me the first time I met you right. guys, you know, do you believe in aliens in the classical sense? No, I I don't. You know, but then. I listen to your guys' show, and you guys come up with stuff that I'm like, okay, I may not believe, but why this? Like right. the the, fav- the flavor stuff has got me. And then you showed me a video in here one day that I, you know, I'd never seen anywhere else. So, it, it that's a hard question because the longer you're with this nut job, the more <laughs> like it won't always be this bad. Me and Bolo won't always be here. The other three are completely sane, but uh, like the the more you hear, like it may shift because like I don't believe that. Bigfoot is more than likely still around. And if it is around, like, I look at it more, like, I look at it differently than they do. They look at it as this multidimensional. I just look at it as it is an ape that at some point branched off evolution-wise and went a, a different route. And, you know, like, we have chimps now that are entering the Stone Age. Like, they're literally going into a part of our history that we've already been there. They're starting to use tools. They're starting to hunt in packs. Like, they're starting to do things in a way that chimps hadn't done things before. Maybe these Bigfoot, that, because you, native, the big thing to me was Native American and Asian legend. Like, you get into that, you know, for us in the 20th century, there's all these movies and shows and documentaries we can look at and go, well, you know, that's where Bigfoot legend come from. But it's not. That legend has been around way back. For you know, Native Americans have tons of legends, yes. you know, involving Bigfoot. So that I always found that intriguing. I'm not saying they couldn't exist. I'm saying that if they don't, it's just an extinction thing. It's not. I don't believe that they never existed, you know. And I do believe a small population could possibly exist still. I, you know, and my argument always has been, and I've never had nobody uh, explain it to me like Justin had before, is why haven't we seen a body? Of a of a Bigfoot, um, I do. Get in the Smithsonian basement. Well, well <laughs> see, now that's something else to think about. Um, I do remember watching a show one time where they did find some hair out stuck to a tree or fence or something, and when they sent it off for lab results, and I wish I could remember the name of this show. It's been years ago. Uh, there was no. It came back to unknown. They had no idea what it was. It had never been classified. In a DNA system. So that does make you think. Uh, Firewater commented on the uh, Florida skunk ape. I have heard of that. Um, I think it's possible that they could, that they, that Bigfoot could exist. I've just, I don't know. You know, it's just. That's another thing, though. Look at. Right, like what she said, from him, from the Himalayas and right. the Yeti yes. all the way to Florida. Yeah, you've got like this Different. is a persistent legend, right. and that legend of the Florida skunk ape was there before anybody ever right. knew about Native American legends in the Northwest or about Asian stuff. Like you know, ha- it's been there a long time. Have you looked into the monomyth? No, I'm not sure what that is. So the monomyth kind of kind of stems stems and ties into the hero's journey with by joseph campbell mm-hmm. and and that also ties into the fact that in literature there's only in literature movies songs like there's only seven plot points yes. right everything boils down to seven plot points so if you're looking at all of these all of these universal legends and all of these different stories and historical cultural things 
during all these different times from all of these different locations that there's no way that they could have communicated and had the same story. It taps into the monomyth and the universal knowledge that all of these stories and legends and things that happen come from our collective consciousness. And like, that's like the spine of whatever branch of story comes from it. Yeah. I, like everything is either the Iliad or the Odyssey. That's your only, that's your only two options. Now, yep. um, I'm, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. So, that, so I mean, and then it ties into the hundredth monkey theory. Have you heard of the hundredth monkey theory? Yes. Okay. I'm going to tell you guys what I think of Bigfoot. Okay. I think Bigfoot is aliens disguising themselves as life on Earth. I think now we don't see Bigfoot anymore in a, in the way that we know Bigfoot, like Big Harry Ape guy or right. whatever. Right. Because they now see us. So aliens, whatever mission they was on with quote-unquote Bigfoot, are now on that same mission, only they're using what we look like. I mean, one of us could be an alien. You could you could walk outside and 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 uh, cross somebody at the grocery store, alien. You don't know. I think that's what Bigfoot is. I think Bigfoot was giant hairy ape back in the Stone Age, and it took them a while to. That's why you started seeing UFOs. That's why you started hearing about anal probing. Uh, they was just seeing. You know, they was like, we got to get these bodies right so we can infiltrate this planet and see what the fuck they're doing. Well, then, if it's been thousands of years, how would you explain the uh, Patterson footage where they allegedly captured the first image of Bigfoot? Uh, the, I, I still don't discredit any of the pictures that people snapped of Bigfoot along the way. Uh -huh. goes, I got a question. Yeah. You said, so not only... Um, that you believe in, but Bigfoot, you believe Bigfoot is an alien. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, 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 the same thing to Only we we don't we don't we don't see Bigfoot in the ape sense anymore because the aliens that were in you know in the suit of Bigfoot now have perfected what we look like now. And they're walking around amongst us. That's how they're walking around amongst us. Um, it, Shit, let's get out of my head. There, there's no way it could not be alien, an alien. What Do you think that the Bigfoot, if you still have hairy ones that exist today in the woods, that they could be responsible for a lot of these missing persons that are well, missing in, in, in parks and stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's the abduction part of it. But just because you don't hardly see uh pictures of Bigfoot anymore, you don't you don't hear as you don't they didn't perfect our body. It was just look look at Dirty Dan. Mm -hmm. He's pretty hairy. He he could, you know. I'm him not, him and Bob Bob says that they're just a notch lower on the food chain. I mean, you know, it's it's like um uh, you know, um Phase one, phase two, you know, until you perfect it. And then, you know, just look at, just look at, like, when we were younger and when we were in school. 
Don't tell what we've done with each other in school. Yeah. Just look, just look at that. And now, and now look, now look at the kids in school. Yeah, but how much, oh, how I, much I, have I, things I, changed? <laughs> you know, like it, it, how much of it's perception? Like what you're saying to me falls into something like a tulpa, something like that. Like it, it's almost that type of thing. Well, what I'm saying is, uh, let me give this for example. Back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, um, a car manual would say, hey, don't take the battery in and out of the car. There's no use in it. Now, nowadays, it just simply says, do not drink the acid. Yeah. Didn't, didn't the manuals also have to have, like, they had all this, like, in-depth mechanical, technical... Yeah. Hand service manuals. How to, like, change, like the timing tap whatever independent rear suspension fuck all and now it's just take it to the fucking dealer yep. well yeah but that's because there was a lot more people like me that ended up getting bred in that there's no way i could yeah i'm not a dirty dan that's not happening well, not. Well, me neither. that's why i just i just you know i married one well, i tried you you can find a lot out about this by well just like take for example some things you buy and you bring home to assemble mm -hmm. or to uh, chairs. Yeah, or it, it don't have sex. Some, some of this shit don't have instructions manuals at all. And that could be because the aliens controlling that just assume, you know, come on, they can't need instructions for this. This is fucking easy shit. But that's because they've updated. The simulation, like as the simulation updates, you gain that knowledge. <laughs> I took the simulation <laughs> to you, Goose, before yes. it was over. Yes. Man, I thought that was going to be segment two. Uh, um, I mean, that explains IKEA furniture. Definitely, definitely. In, in all seriousness, seriousness, though. Um, I was thinking the same thing. It all ties together. Bigfoot, aliens, uh -huh. the Black Knight satellite, right. Tesla, everything ties together. No. And everything has an explanation, uh, whether it be, you know, Bigfoot is an alien, whether it be we living in a simulation, we could, it could be both. I do think that everything is tied together, uh, definitely. Um, if you don't have anything else, I want to throw something at you, Bowen, and you, Justin. And um, My hand-eye reflexes are not good, so throw it soft. <laughs> okay. Um, Rebecca and Dirty Dan, I would love for you to answer this as well, and as you uh, as well, Dr. B. Now, this oh, is so going... Everyone? Everyone? Is yes. that what we're... Yes. Yeah, okay. that would have been okay. the easier way, Rebecca. You're right. Yeah, everyone. You should have so, said, but no, he didn't. Um, and, and, and this is going a totally different way. It's totally off-subject. And um, I will tell you, Dirty Dan and uh, uh, Rebecca, I, I will text you who I'm talking about. We won't say this person's name. Uh, so, Justin, don't say this person's name. Well, that's no fun. There is a... Uh, what do you think about politicians that are running for public office that badmouth and sling mud at people and then make other videos saying, God bless, I love everyone, when they're downing someone for yep. running against them. Bolin, I will start with you and get your opinion on this. Well, I think I kind of uh, addressed this a few weeks ago, but, you know, I'll say it again. Politicians, fuck them all. Okay. Every one of them. 
What if we can't hold them down? Can we get help? Tie them down. Okay. Yeah. Rope. Th- that's hard for me because because I think you know who I'm talking about. Well, there. no, not just that. Okay. Like it's it, the the second part of it's so hard. The, the the religious aspect of it is harder for me. Like, and this is not, I have family members who are very religious. I respect them greatly. I believe they really mean it. But I believe a lot of people are the Billy Joe Farnsworth of the world. And that religion is just a weapon. And so, like, I don't think they should be talking about their opponents. Mm -hmm. But when they turn around and do the God Bless You video, I look at that. Just weaponizing that just like they weaponize the mudslinging. Like, I don't see them as different things. Uh, they're not trying to get you to heaven. They're trying to get you to the ballot box. And, you know, if, right, if you right. stumble through a church on the way, as long as you vote, they don't care. Fact is, uh, if you actively set out to be a politician, that's like actively seeking out trying to join the enemy. I disagree with you a little bit there because I feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of people that are because of this awakening because of everything that has fallen apart because of the shit show that the that the United States is in I feel like there's a lot of people that wouldn't have normally gone into politics that are trying to get into office so that they can make changes so I don't feel I don't feel like that's a very fair statement to say everybody that's going into politics is trying. I think that I think really that there are people trying to go in with pure intent, trying to make changes for the betterment of their community and their generations to come. Okay, well, let's back up and look at the closest one that got elected to the biggest office in the land. He was not a politician. He he ran on being proud not to be a politician. He's going to drain the swamp. All he did, all he did effectively was take $250 million of his followers' money and pocket it. He didn't do shit. It's worse now than ever. And I think it's going to take a little bit more than somebody who's not, quote-unquote, a politician to step up and change the way it is right now. Yeah, but I think that's what she's saying. Like, you don't have the ability for change if somebody uh, doesn't make the attempt. You can't take a billionaire reality TV star and, you know, first of all, you should be smacking the hand for voting for that anyway. Like, that's your fault. That's not his fault. He's a piece of shit, but that's not his fault. Like, that's your How do you do me this way? I knew I was, I knew listen, I was listen, here's what it is. It... It's going to take more than draining the swamp. The, the, the system that's in place now, it, it needs to be... Um, no, I'm not going to run for it. No. <laughs> I would fuck it up way bad. Well, you know... He, uh, he knows his limits. He knows his limits. Um, to, can I address your yes, original question? Yes, yes, please. So to get back to what you were saying, like it's basically like... One side is, you know, fuck this guy, yeah, right? Yeah. And then the other side is, oh, but all love and light, right? Well, and, and now, the person that I'm that I was that saw do this was the same person that one minute he was saying, you know, eat shit, and then the next minute he's saying, God bless, I love every one of you. I just don't see the reasoning behind that because and well, and that, and this is a younger generation. That, well, that's almost like uh, think about it. Uh, that's like a, a 
someone who's been programmed. Okay. Like, hey, that person obviously listens to both sides. Right. Um, and, the, and there's nothing wrong with that because that's how you learn, you, listening to both sides. You should listen to both sides. But when... Rebecca has a great saying about that. The thing about it is when one side does what Trump did. Okay. And, and I, I will gladly let anyone tell me what Trump did. What did he do? Versus you've got the other side who can't even ride a goddamn bicycle. There has to be a medium point, right? There has to be a medium point. We, we got like two, we got like, can it get more extreme? Uh-huh. Probably. Hey, hey, I got an answer for you, Bolin. I got an answer for you. I think we have found what Bolin is passionate about, and it's oh, politics. <laughs> so, so what Trump did was make traveling to and from work and traveling to get groceries that were on the shelves cheaper. Do you believe that's that? Not, that's hey, not hey, 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 Dirty hey, Dan. Hang on, hang on. Dirty Dan. Do you believe hang on, that? Hang on. Hang on. But what the next one did performed Billy Joe Farnsworth work, and he had a miracle of bringing people back to life with all those votes. <laughs> I gave it to you. That was a good one. Yeah, that was a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, dirty Dan. What's your thoughts on 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 people that do that? Yeah, you ain't know? gonna let Rebecca answer. She yeah, trying yeah. to answer. You ain't gonna yeah, well, answer. I'm yeah. here for you, Rebecca. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm watching this shit. <laughs> Rebecca, please answer, and then Dirty Dan, you respond, and I then we'll have Doctor B. You know what? Go ahead, Dirty Dan. You know, you, I don't even you, remember my fucking point. Okay. So I actually, before I answer, I want to ask Doctor B. Uh huh. Because you know, I, I, as he said, he went away for. A brief time before this pandemic all started and life was different back then i say back then like it's decades ago but it was only two and a half years ago and then he came out to this shit and i can only imagine the absolute night and day difference that you immediately saw and it was like you were starting in a distant utopia all over again like everything you knew before forget it so someone in in your shoes from your point of view how how what are your thoughts on it how is that affecting you it's a good question there then dr b talk about the politicians yeah well yeah and that and just the state of the world today versus you know uh before you went away I don't like anything, anything, anybody that's crooked, politicians, people, police officers, anybody, anybody that's not right. I don't like them. All. I try not to deal with them. But yeah, definitely the world is um, definitely different than what, what from when I left. You know what I mean? Um, Let me ask you this. Gas prices are up a little bit, huh? Since you wow. since you got home, right? Do you do you believe that our current president <laughs> is responsible for the current inflation? <laughs> I 
I feel well, like we that's shouldn't not, be spending money anywhere else until we handle yeah, our own. That's not necessarily. I mean, you know, no. What I what I'm what I'm all I'm asking is right. Well, but where Dr. B's not had access to media to you know really see what's going on, you know, no. is it's it's, okay. it's kind of been let, selected. Let me, let me rephrase the question. Do you believe the president has any control over what prices are over gasoline, over groceries, over anything you buy? Do you believe the president of the United States can lower or raise any price on anything? Yeah. Yeah. I agree with him. I really don't know what my point was, but okay. you know, I, I know I, I, it's I, called mugging. No, I, <laughs> no. What my point was was I do not believe uh-huh. the president of the United States has as much control over the price of anything in this country. Not as much as, like, let's say the Russian president has over the price of shit in Russia or China. Okay, well. Let me ask you this question, and we'll move on, or we'll take a break. Uh, and and um, we're going to have a long show today. But, but uh, the what I want to ask you is: Did you see the smile on Rebecca's face when you well, said this is going to be a long show today? <laughs> what is? Uh, what's your thoughts on our government giving all this money to uh, Ukraine? Time and time and time and time again. Well, it's absolutely it's absolutely ridiculous, and. All it proves is they don't have our best interest at heart. There's money in war. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's is. definitely profit money in war. Is in war. Um, does anybody have anything? Uh, do you want to take a five, ten-minute break, Rebecca, and we'll come back and we'll do segment two and then finish everything out and so forth? Sure. All right. She blew me a kiss, Dan. Okay. I My... Uh, Mama Flacker is taking Sharp for a ride, so she was saying bye to me. Oh, okay. You're listening to Here to Chew Bubblegum. We'll be back in just a moment. If you're watching us on Twitch, we'll be back in, what, 10 minutes? Is that right, Rebecca? Ah, Yeah, we'll we'll be back. Spaghetti, 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 spaghetti. Not long ago, three officers and their dog was shot and killed while they was on the job right in the town next to mine, Floyd County, Kentucky. This next song you're about to hear, I wrote especially for these officers that you see on the screen here who lost their lives, as well as their dog, and also for every other officer that serves us every day. Sitting in the face of evil, 
Work long hours and overtime They're in the field come rain and shine Mistreated by their husbands and their wives They'll drive straight into the danger To protect a total stranger To the walls behind the scenes To those who've lost somebody Knows what sacrifice really means To those gone but not forgotten To pay the ultimate price Who stood in the face of evil Never even talked twice Yeah, the big part of the reason you get to save Here to chew bubblegum. If Abraham Lincoln were alive, he'd listen. But he's dead. And we're back. Segment two. Justin Perkins. Oh, was I supposed to have something ready for the class? Yes, you were supposed to have something ready for the class. Oh, Grab your sorry. microphone there and hold it hold it tight. Broadcasting 101. Put Hello, it up everyone. to your mouth. Welcome to Talk Junkie. Uh, today, we're going to talk about uh, uh, one of my favorite topics. Actually, I did have two topics for you guys today, but... Uh, we went, we're going long, I know, so um, when you, when Goose asked me to come on and be on here today, and then, you know, I met Bolin back when he was just a small child on the trail, um, and so, like, I've known him a long time, but it's my first time meeting Dr. B, and, you know, I've, I've only known Goose, really, since I've known about this show, and I've only known the Queen and, and Dirty Dan since I've known this show, and I the Spooky Family would have met them without this show. So, you know, I was thinking when, when he asked me to be on here, like, this, this is one of the funnest things I do, and I'm always very appreciative to be on here. And, um, you know, 
but I wonder, because of the way I come to it, how everyone else came to this show. And, and it, me and Goose was talking just now. I found this show through Eli. Um, I miss that guy. I did yeah, I mean, you know, um, we can still have him on. If he wants to come on, all we have to do is just set a date and let him know. Yeah. So He, he you know, he was – when we would do the little things and advertise each other's shows at the end and stuff, I kind of always forget about Eli because he was like this legit radio guy that, yeah. you know, had to, and, but I, I really like Eli and he, he's the one brought me to this. And I was thinking like my favorite moments from here to chew bubble gum would definitely be, uh, our round table where we called Denver airport. Yes. Um, the first time I heard, uh, Dirty Dan and the Queen on because I heard her. I believe I heard her uh, yeah. once or twice before yes. him, yeah. and she was wonderful. But she just don't fluster me the way he does. Just so <laughs> them combined is magical. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know that was to. And then probably one of my favorite moments ever from here to Chew Bubblegum is the NWO opening from the Spooky family, family when they yeah. took out, like I said. So for my segment, I just want to know, because obviously Goose has been here from the beginning. He's old and he's oh, not thanks. going anywhere. Thanks. But Bolin, you know, he he kind of experienced this probably at <laughs> a similar rate than I did. And Dr. B is a very interesting, you know, relationship to the show. But then also, you know, for people who may have just started listening, you know, the Queen and Dirty Dan's always been here, but you know there was a point before them that this show, like, and it's a different show, you know, and it progressively gets better every single week. And so I thought maybe you guys could talk about, you know, each one of you, except for Goose, nobody really has shit his opinion <laughs> on this. But you know, what was maybe those stick-out moments for you throughout the show, and you know, maybe the first time it brought. You know, like the show got brought to your attention, and and since this is the talk junkie segment, I get to choose who goes first. Yes, and uh, Queen of the Flock, will you, do you want to go first and actually get to say something? This I, time? I just saw that you changed your fucking your name again. He does that every time. Yes, every yes, time. he does. So, <laughs> um, so I had just found the map. And just kind of started the whole like TikTok thing about it. And this was right when like the pumpernickel was happening and the map kind of came in. And the map, you couldn't talk about the map then, right? We could not yeah. talk about it. We had to like speak in code. It was a whole thing. And I feel like with the media and TikTok and everything else, like you get, you only get so many a, a week, right? Like you can only talk about so many. Now everybody can talk about the map, right? Like it's no longer taboo, it's a thing now. Um, but I got banned a lot and I got taken down a lot and I guess goose and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but you had been like stalking my page for a little well, bit. I, well, I hadn't necessarily been stalking it. That may, that makes it sound uh, weird. I'm sorry. Social research. That was a yes. Social research. Okay. Okay. We, we had actually been talking a lot about stuff on the show that was on the map and we created a TikTok page and it took maybe three weeks before we even posted anything. We were just watching to try to get more information on, on stuff we were researching that that was not out there and and i uh, came across um rebecca's page and she had the map and that's the first i'd ever heard of it so there might have been three weeks went by where i was just watching her videos and and taking notes and doing research and i started talking about her on the show and uh, there was like two, three weeks, maybe four weeks before I actually got in contact with her and told her about the show. 
And so this was back in the day when my messaging was still on TikTok. And he messaged me on TikTok. And I, I read it, right? And it was, you know, hey, we'd love to have you on the Here to Bubblegum podcast, Laze Skip, right? All your professional stuff. And I go to Dirty Dan, right? Who's the reason I'm on TikTok because he kept sending me fucking truck videos. <laughs> and I go, I go, this guy wants me to like be on his podcast. I go, I got to be honest with you though. And he's like, what's that? I go, what the fuck is a podcast? So that's how the, and he was like, you're on Here to Chew Bubblegum. Like Dirty Dan was kind of a fan before you, I even knew who you were, right? So then he's having a fangirl moment, like listening on the side, like through the door in the garage. And then <laughs> I had done a couple shows. And that then is he true. 100% true. And then he came on um, as a guest. Remember, we were talking about the U-boats in Antarctica. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, yes, we were. I think, I think my favorite moments were when, so we had planned this, Goose and I had planned this whole surprise to bring Dirty Dan on as the, as the official co-host, right? When him and Cronkite split and... So Goose and I were planning this whole like birthday anniversary, like we're gonna go down to the bunker, take a vacation, right? And Dirty Dan was like, "Oh my god, this is so exciting! Like I'm gonna be the co-host. You know, we should really like meet up and do like an official thing. We're not that far away." And Goose is like, "Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe." So then Dirty <laughs> Dan got his ego all butt hurt. So we had not my ego, guys. my feelings, oh, my yeah. feelings. It's, I am your sorry. Emotion, your ego is your emotions. That is your feelings, Dirty Dan. I didn't want to spoil the surprise, brother. And and it's funny how I was stalking Rebecca and Dirty Dan was stalking me. So and, uh, for, a, for a lot longer than you were stalking my wife, I'll tell you that much, pal. <laughs> and, uh, but I mean, and I still find the map fascinating. Uh, it is. Dirty Dan, do you want to answer that question? Um. It's a stalking triangle. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so Dan hey, was no alone no in his room listening to Hear the Chew Bubblegum, pants down, and go from there, Dan. Well, I was actually hanging upside down in the closet with the lights off. And uh, <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, I just, I'm a whirlwind right now. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to harness this in. Um, so I had actually fit. Fair enough. Just relax, relax my body. Um, <laughs> it'll be okay. <laughs> uh, I had found here to chew bubble gum. So I've always like loved documentaries on YouTube. And um, I had transitioned back to podcasts. Um, because of work. Because of work. And I had just, I started search. I had heard something, something, uh, it was, it was something about the Northern lights and aliens. And like, Oh, I'm going to start looking up alien podcasts. Like that stuff always fascinates me. And I found it here at Chewbubblegum. And that was in January, like the beginning of January, right after new year. And I'm listening to it. I'm digging it. Tried to figure out who the spooky family was, figured them out, went back to old shows, listened. It was amusing. And then one day, out of the fucking blue, I get home and Rebecca says to me, says, hey, so some guy wants me to be on this podcast. And like, she's just not thrilled about it whatsoever. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. She goes, what the fuck is a podcast? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God. So 
You're so pretty. I think that's what you're so pretty. Now, see, I had never heard this part that she was not thrilled about it. Was this before you had uh, agreed to come on? I was incredibly fucking nervous. She was, this was before she responded to you because she was like, she read me the message. She goes, I don't even know what to say to the guy. I don't even know what a fucking podcast is. (laughs) I'm like, it's a radio show and a YouTube documentary kind of mixed together. And I was like, like the Joe Rogan show. And she's like, what is that? I'm like, it, it's a talk show. It's a talk show. And most of the time there's not cameras. Sometimes there are, but it's a talk show and you just talk. And uh, I had already found Justin Perkins at that point of talk junkie. And my favorite moment from him was, which he's when we were on with him on his show, uh, <laughs> He's traveling down the highway, I guess, and all you hear are these fucking rumble strips. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> yep. And I'm like, man, I like, I don't know how you do it. And, you know, you're always recording your shows and like you hear like a truck fucking hitting the rumble strips right by you just like half the episode. And he goes, to be honest, that was probably me <laughs> driving under the rumble strips. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, moving along. Um, but then she was like, yeah, this guy's name is Goose. I'm like, Goose? Like, like the bird? <laughs> like, 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 like the like the bird? Like the host of a podcast? And she goes, yeah. He said his name was Goose. And I'm like, what's it? What what's the show's name? She was like here to chew and I'm like bubblegum and she was like yeah why and then I had my fangirl moment and uh, she told and you know she finally got to message you back and set that all up and she's 100% right because it was in the garage at that time and I'm standing like this on the door (laughs) out to the garage (laughs) listening (laughs) just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on and she'd stop and or when you all take a break come out like what are you talking about? What are you doing? What are you doing? And I'd try and sit there and then she'd be like, go away, go away. You're making me nervous. <laughs> and now this is what I do. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and, and, I mean, and, and I've said this before, it, it's, it's awesome how we all came together. I mean, it, it, it really is. Um, you know, uh, it's just cool. There's so much you growth. Know. It's, it's really cool to like take these moments and see where we started and like where we're at now. It's humbling. Definitely. Oh, and and yeah, it definitely is. I mean, and even after our break that we started in March, you know, we the show has grew. I feel since then, um, because you know we were strictly focused on we're going to talk about you know the the uh, unexplained uh, conspiracy theories. You know, we're not going to talk about politics. We're not going to talk, you know. But all that stuff just kind of creeped in. I mean, it's not like we did it on purpose, you know. Because it's all connected. We're, it, we're evolving, it, too. Yes. Um, and and instead, of having, instead of having topics of a podcast named Here to Chew Bubblegum, right. Here to Chew Bubblegum is the topic. Yes. You know, because if you look at, you know, the government is releasing, you know, the the Tic Tac video and they're having meetings and and Congress on if alien life exists. And so it is all, uh, like Dirty Dan said, it is all uh, connected. 
So, and uh, you did a great job, uh, Chaotic, when you were on, and I definitely want to have you back on again. Uh, huge fan of yours. Uh, I don't, as, as far as favorite moments, I really, uh, one of the funniest moments on the show was when Cronkite was trying to read a story about uh, some girls butt-chugging coffee or something like that and because he would just read whatever i handed him and he did not pre-read this and he started reading this and he laughed for like 10 minutes i mean seriously like the 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 show that that happened on i had to edit all the laughing down and his face turned red he started crying he had a hard time breathing i thought he was going to have a heart attack and that was one of the funniest moments that you know uh come to my mind uh on the show um, you know yeah yeah exactly and he did not pre-read this and he was reading it live you know when we were recording and so his reaction is what happened so like that that story reminds me similar of i don't know if you guys have ever heard the felching news article um have you Justin? <laughs> no but me and mug know what i mean me <laughs> Bowling. Me and Bowling know what that is. Shit. Sorry, Bowling. So, <clears throat> I, I, Dirty I, Dan, would you rather get felched yeah. or do the felching? Well, I mean, I don't want to suffer the same fate as, as Paul Tiki Barber there with a broken nose from a, a gerbil being propelled out. Um, so, I, 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 I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, option C. Neither. Um, or maybe D both. I don't know yet. So anyway, uh, I'll send you all a group message with the specific one I'm talking about, and you you will you will understand exactly why because that's that's what I I just I envision that happening. This guy read it live on a broadcast, and it's a legitimate story. And my Lanta, it would be about three minutes shorter if the guy had just read it beforehand. And then there's someone yelling Armageddon. In the background, <laughs> you know, and after Cronkite did that, that got me started. Just handed him all kinds of ridiculous stuff to see if he would read it, yeah. and that went on for like two weeks. And then he started pre-reading stuff, and he's like, "I'm not reading this." And he's like, you're just, "You're just trying to make me laugh." I'm like, "Yes, I am. Yes, I am." So then he started getting his own stuff to read. Uh, one of my favorite moments was having DJ Nikki on the show, and. Uh, Having him on the, oh, having him on a roundtable as well, you know that was that was a great episode. We and got another roundtable coming up here soon, don't we? Yes. And an Antarctica episode, and we have to do. There's trivia. Trivia. And we have to do um, an, another office go around. Uh, definitely, and Mother Goose is going to be sitting in sometime in August. Uh, the whole show. Uh, she's going to be here the whole show. God, that's going to be great. You know, I do have yep. to go show her uh, how to connect and all that, and and I'm I'm going to do that. Uh, but she will be in, and I'm kind of looking forward to that as well because we'll have some prizes, surprises in store for her. Um, Benjamin, this is your second show setting in, but you are a part of the show. Your family, you're my brother. What's your thoughts so far? Have Have you learned anything, honestly, or are we putting you to sleep? He's learned that we're all fucking crazy. Have you had any favorite parts of the show so far? The ones that we weren't on, right? <laughs> probably, just definitely probably the first one. 
You like that one. That was a good one. That was a good one. So, and you know, Benjamin, you know, he he's getting warmed up. You're going to Benjamin is a little bit shy when you first get to know him, but you know, he will next week I'm sure he's going to talk a, a bunch more. And I'm going to give you homework, Benjamin. Next week, pick something out to talk about, whether it be it, it could be whatever you want. And we will talk about it on the show. We'll get comments from the audience. We'll, you know, discuss it and so forth. Justin, do you have anything else before we, I move we on? We haven't let Mo I mean, Bowling. God. <laughs> we haven't let Bowling answer. I am sorry. I did not mean to forget you. Leave out the part about the casting couch. So. Well. Step, bro. <laughs> I'm stuck. <laughs> well, um, I was uh, out in my pasture one day, laying in a hammock naked, rubbing coconut oil on myself, as, you know, one does. Listening to Talk Junkie. And uh, I heard Talk Junkie suggest, here to chew bubblegum to listen to. So I hopped over and downloaded an episode. Can't remember which episode it was. It was an episode with Cronkite. And you guys had a little banter going on. I could, uh-huh. I, it was probably one of the episodes that you was getting him to, to read. Read stuff. Yeah. About, yeah. And... Um, I listened to that episode, and then I went back and listened to episode one all the way up until whatever it was. It was like episode, it was the, the episode before you got the first bowling email. And <laughs> I can't begin to tell you guys. I, look at that comment there, real quick. <laughs> that last what one. You, what comment? <laughs> he can't see it. Okay. Uh, was it Fibrowski? Yeah, it says, why did I think Bolin was a 70-year-old grandpa? You're not far off. Uh, yeah, I got an old soul. Where was I at? The uh, banter and you listened all the oh, way yeah, up? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back to episode one, listened all the way up, and at some point along the way, I was like, wait a minute, where's Cronkite? It was just... An episode with Cronkite, mm-hmm. and then the very... I had to go back and look. Maybe I skipped an episode or something. The very next episode, you had uh, mm-hmm. Dirty Dan and Rebecca on, which now... But but I opened up that episode uh, kind of explaining what had happened. I must have been... I must yeah, have, but he could have been listening to one way older. Gotcha. And then Got come in oh, one. Oh, okay. Because he just randomly... Oh, so you were just randomly listening to him, not in order. No, just, I, no, no, no. I listened to him in order. Okay. I might have missed that at gotcha. the first of that episode. Let's get my coconut oil problem. Oh, yeah, getting it rubbed in deep. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I, I talked to Justin, and I said, man, that, that is a good podcast. Uh, they just switched up co-host all of a sudden. I think I'm going to write, write in and tell them my condition. Benjamin, you don't know my condition. There's probably some. There's, there's probably some Buckle listeners. Up, Benjamin. There's probably some <laughs> listeners that don't know my condition. Anyway, I have a condition. I had a condition. Have a condition. And Justin said, "No, go ahead and write in, and maybe they'll read it, and maybe there's other people out there like you, and and you know maybe it'll help you, you know, th- through the whatever you're going through." Now, Benjamin, Benjamin, my condition is. I was born with a deformity. I was born with one giant testicle where my penis should be. And I have two tiny candy cocks 
where my balls should be. Doctors don't know what it is. It's, like, it's a whole thing. But anyway, I'm past it now, and I'm living my best life because of here to chew bubblegum. That's not funny. You know that emoji, the big <laughs> emoji? It's like that, but upside down. Anyway, when I wrote in and I got the reception I did from you guys, I was like, well, maybe I can help little Bobby Ray Stevenson, Dave. And, and then it's just progressed to what it is now. We're all, I consider us a family. I mean, I even got to go out to short farms. Mm-hmm. They're like my cousins now. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Dan do the same stuff me and my uncle used to do when I was little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Well, wow. That's uh But probably... <laughs> probably... Probably my favorite moment of the show is getting to see... Because I didn't start out uh, watching Twitch, right? Right. I don't even know if you had Twitch back when no, I was... No, no. But you did have Twitch going when I called in the first time. Mm-hmm. And I got to see the faces light up. The Christmas, when, when the Christmas list was read and all the youngins <laughs> on the trail. Yeah. To see their faces when you, when you oh my God. I mean, you, listen, guys, you have changed not only my life. But you've, you've changed lives all across the trail. There's people that rely on you every Sunday. I know people that actually get upset when you take a Sunday. The six weeks. I, uh-huh. Oh, my God. But, you know. People when we, were mad. People yeah, were yeah. Mad. People did get upset, but we did have content. There was legitimate. Content. Yeah, you know. I mean, it wasn't like live new content, but it was content, you know. I mean, it was there. It was rehashed. I mean, you can imagine you can imagine how it would be if one of your favorite podcasts just decided to up and quit making new episodes. Yeah, but, you know, you get TV shows that do season to season, and we don't have that. We're straight through, you know, every yeah, Sunday. Yeah, and I refuse to watch it until they're all available so that I can just binge it. And if you're – like, can we – it's the follow. Like, can we have some follow through? Like, stop. Don't stop after one season. Why would you do that? Yeah, that's true. So, well, we stay hard this. for the duration. Oh, rock hard. Dan never gets soft. The I've known. I've known Bowling now for this will wow. be thirty five years at some point this year that I've known Bowling, and uh, in all of my podcasting over the last four years, I've been on podcast with Bowling, but he has never done Talk Junkie. I've asked no, let me, numerous so, times, so but he came on here to chew bubblegum like that. Here's, so you all know you've got a better you show. Know, you know, for being the flock court jester, someone else hasn't been talk, asked to be talked on to junkies talk. So <laughs> what the, the fuck? fuck did you just here, Here's the thing about talk junkies. I don't junkies. know, but it makes sense. <laughs> I, think, I think, and I think that. I quit asking people because everybody said no. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, I think there's a reason that he hasn't. I, there's a reason I've not been on Talk Junkie, and I think there's probably a reason he's not asked you to be on Talk Junkie. I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> Talk Junkie's for the kids, though, right? No, Wu-Tang's for the kids. <laughs> Talk Junkie is for boring people. I understand that. That's why I'm not even doing shows right now. Nobody knows. They have oh, no clue. I know. Still. I know. I've, I've I noticed know. for quite a while. But when you do start back, your first guest will be 
Rebecca. Rebecca and Bolin. No, no, no. It's got to be just well, Rebecca. No, you, it's kind. It's kind of like the you know uh, Dolly and Conway. Like it's going to be a collaboration. Uh, Dolly and Kenny Rogers. I'm not even a package deal with Dirty Dan. Like you got to uh, pay separate. <laughs> Look, I'm going to tell you right now. I've already had Dirty Dan every way this side of Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's, I mean he's been on the show. Is what I mean. Yeah, Dan he has really knew him that long. He's even on the TikTok. You got Dirty Dan on your show? Yes, Dirty Dan was on my show. I said Dirty no, Dan. He I told him to ask you, and he said, "Well, she does. She, I don't think she's really interested in the type of show you're doing." I was like, well, "All right, you know." I'm, oh, I don't, so this is Dirty Dan's fault. Dirty Dan's no, on my TikTok. I I, I, I have a TikTok because of you guys. This was a while ago. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. All I know is Dan said he, it was our time, not yours. I, I don't know. I don't know what that meant. You know, I don't know. Shimas is throwing down for the fight right now. Dan, Dan said, just come in, sit down on this very clean, sanitized black couch, look into the camera. Rebecca won't be here today. Don't clinch. I remember that. And that was the last thing I remember. Why are you looking like that, Dirty Dan? That makes it look like everything he's saying is true. Didn't, Stop that. Didn't you guys make a video? Oh, yeah. We're, we got a TikTok. We got a TikTok. No, 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 no. Remember no, no, no. this, Dan? Help, Dan. I'm stuck. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, you're no longer allowed to get segments on the show. <laughs> <laughs> look, you shouldn't have given me one to begin with. I don't have a show to protect anymore. I can say anything on here. Step, step Dan. I'm stuck. <laughs> oh. Uh before I move on to segment three, does anybody have anything to add? Uh, Rebecca, how about you? I have a question of the week. Okay. Uh, what? That's segment three? Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see. Dirty I Dan, do you have anything to say? I, I Dan's out of breath. I question of the week, but I raise you, one, I raise you my question. Okay. Well, we will go with yours, and we'll use mine later. Dirty Dan, do you have anything to say before we move on? Justin Perkins is not a pipe fitter by trade, but that boy can fit some pipe. Anyway. <laughs> Bowling? I can fit it everywhere. Nice. <laughs> Justin? No, I've said enough incriminating shit. Okay. Dr. B. All right. The question of the week this week. What is it, Rebecca? Oh, are we doing yours or mine? Uh, we, we will go with yours, and I'll save mine for later. Uh, his wasn't that I good, Rebecca. Kinda, I, I mean, I think they kind of go together, but yeah, we can... We can save it. Okay. I, I will save mine. We will go with yours. You want to save yours? You don't want to? Okay. Yes. Okay. He needs to work on his. It wasn't strong. Thanks, Justin. So, by, so here's my question. By refusing to hold a position on something, do you by default accept all positions or reject all positions? Oh, that's a good one. That is a very good one. Uh, text that to me if you don't care. <laughs> that, that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I'll just copy and paste it that way so when I do the edit. By refusing, by refusing to hold a position, by mm -hmm. staying neutral, then do you by default accept all positions or reject all positions? That's a very good question of the week. Do you guys want to answer that before we... I mean, you got to to accept a position, you have to do it, right? No, no, not if you're hailing because, it. Because like, when you play an instrument, the, the chords that you accept to play, the chords that you pluck, you automatically reject the others. Well, anything I don't know enough about, I automatically don't have a position on. 
So I would say so it's, you it's, it? neither. I'm content. I need to make an intelligent decision on it. So I can't have a position until I have enough information to make an intelligent decision. Or until you try it out. Or until Dan holds me in that position and I can't get out of it. Yeah, goes, yeah. Just stay still. How do you manage every single there it is. Turn it back. That's, I was waiting for it. I asked you, you asked that question. I was I was proudly shocked by that question. And then I immediately went to, oh, fuck, Justin's going to have it. It's an a wonderful I question. And I was serious. Like, I do feel like I need to withhold a position until I have enough information to. At least, but also, I'm one of those people that my position is not fixed. It has to have the ability to be changed. Otherwise, like, I'm just indoctrinated, you know. And the part about damn is true, too. <laughs> so, again, the question. But it's an either, it either or. No, if he holds you down, you're not getting at, like he's strong. It's not an either or. It's not a, oh please, Dan, can we try a different position? No, Dan's a brute. And the thing about Dan is he's he's so big and strong. He don't even have to use rope. Yeah, exactly. Well, I <laughs> like sometimes I let him. I let him. I don't like the burns on my wrist. Yeah. But now if he just holds down you know, like hand over hand because he's got big hands and show. But you probably you you know. You've got um, so, uh, again, the question of the week, um, um, Rebecca. Never mind. Will you, will you, you come back on? Never mind. Forget my question. No, 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 no. Please, 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 please uh, read it to us again. By refusing to hold a position on something, do you, by default, accept all positions or reject all positions? Can I ask a question of that in a serious one? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay. So, is that right off the bat like if you are presented with the situation or a topic is that from the moment you are made aware of that decision or is that after you like in justin's case where he it's not neutral but he's not going to indoctrinate himself is that after you have done research and you choose that still then you're not sense. refusing to hold a position on it. I guess the question, I guess the, I guess to clear everything up, what does it take for you to hold a position? Dirty <laughs> oh. Dan's hands, apparently. There you go. I'll do it for you. There you go. <laughs> Um, I want to thank you guys, Bolin. I want to thank you for being here, Justin. I want to thank you for being here. I want Man. to thank everyone on Twitch watching. It was a pleasure to be here. Our I'm sorry, shout Rebecca. out to the TikToker of the week is at Bolin Cox. Is that son of a bitch on TikTok? Yes, yes, it's he is. Content is shit. So uh, you can check bad. out on TikTok at Bolin Cox. That's spelled B O L L I N C O X. Uh, don't forget to check out upcoming episodes of Reading with Rebecca, Cooking with Dirty Dan, and The Shipwreck Show. Dirty Dan, turning it over to you, brother. My guy, just read off Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> as always, reading off the script, uh, <laughs> want to say thanks to our friend, DJ Nikki of Carbon Capture Shield. Go check out his mission, his purpose, and what that company is doing for this planet Earth to help bring it back and make it sustainable for us. CarbonCaptureShield.com. Don't forget to check out our friends over at Adventures with Purpose and all the good and all the light they shed and bring on family and communities in tough times. 
That's ventureswithpurpose.com. You can check him out on YouTube, Adventures with Purpose, or Goose's favorite to say, Till Valhalla Project. Spread the message, spread the awareness, spread the word. Check him out. I want to say special thanks to Carlin for all the voiceover work. Be sure to check out and support friends of our show that have their own shows. I'm talking about CK and Uncle Bill over at DeadPit.com. Talk Junkie slash Retro Cult with Justin Perkins. He's not had anything new, but you can check out his old shows. Uh, Jordan and Brad of Down the Holler. Elliot, Gertie, and Beagle over at SpookyFamilyPodcast.com. The Mountain Mysteries Podcast.com with Chris Sloan. And if you're a fan of Cronkite, be sure to check him, Snowman and Large Marge, out over at Paranormal Trucker on YouTube. And don't forget about Beyond the Paranormal Podcast with John Marshall. If you want to awaken more, be sure to check out Rebecca Short on TikTok and Twitch. That'll do it for this week. We'll see you next week. And until then, so long for now. Maybe I'm not leaving. Maybe I'm just going home. Anyone? Rebecca? You always Oh, bye, Flocker. Oh, okay. I didn't know we were. I thought you were just going to hit it. Never mind. Go ahead. Gertie, white evangelical males. Goodbye, gang. The things the government doesn't want us to know. <laughs>